listening to the Jisco Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from RAGBRAI. Now, this is the podcast where we talk about bicycling just for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from all across the nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Yeah, beautiful day today in the state of Iowa. Beautiful weekend. I think I probably Man. doubled my mileage total by <laughs> just going out this weekend, which is not a bad thing. So even Scott so, Garner got a ride in and got some, oh some miles in. Yeah. So the number two. Yeah. So so I think when Scott's even training, um, you know, for upcoming rides, that you know it's a good thing. So weather must have been beautiful. Yeah. Uh, this was my first free weekend, which was pretty cool. Um, so some of you might know I've been a, a paramedic for a long time, mm-hmm. and I just stepped back. I retired. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> sounds kind of sounds funny. After 24 years, I think the past eight or so, I've been working weekends. I, I work every Sunday. And uh, and so finally in May, I, I quit. And and this is the first time I've had a full weekend to myself. Huh. Uh, so yeah, I I've never had the chance to enjoy Sunday fun day. So this this was my chance. So Jennifer and I got you know sixty miles in or so, and it was a it was a great weekend. Uh, a little windy, yeah, a little windy. You know, I'm not going to complain about the wind because it was such a gorgeous weekend and continuing into the week as well. So sure. you know, we've been just waiting for weather like this for for a while and. Um, you know, just seeing so, so many people out riding and, and riding with a big smile on their face, not like suffering, you know, <laughs> when the winds were only, you know, 10, 12 miles an hour, it's like, oh, it's bliss. So, uh, wow. Right. Wow. Is all I can say is more days like this. Everyone's out riding. Everyone's enjoying life. No more need for that trainer and, you know, uh-huh. uh, time to, time to just go have some fun. And that's what, yeah, no kidding. That's what this podcast is all about. Let's talk about fun stuff. And, um, yeah, cycling this weekend was fun. And, uh, cool. So I just went, you know, I just did a little ride on, uh, I was doing a little pre-scouting, a little pre-ride of the pigtails ride just to see how, what kind of shape, you know, winter was to the entire high trestle trail. So just rode out from Ankeny and went to, you know, place like Sheldahl, Slater, uh, Madrid popped in there at the flat tire, just to make sure that they were ready for the entourage of, you know, 800 plus women coming in for pigtails. Uh-huh. And I talked to owner Tommy there, sat down, had a cold one with Tommy, maybe two, you know. Nice. Maybe, I don't nice. think there was three, but could have been three. And, uh, you know, just chatting about what, what's in store. And they were, they're just ready. They're just pumped for, they remember last year really well. They got Damon Dotson that's coming in that's going to play. Nice. And, oh, man, they're, they're going to have some great barbecue by Cued Barbecue. And, boy, that's going to be a great great stop and i know you've got a big plan at the bridge right after that right mark yeah yeah so the to back up for all of our listeners that don't understand this the pigtails ride is a spin-off from the bacon ride which is a mashup of bacon and raccoon so the pigtails ride is on the high trestle trail which is another signature trail in iowa and uh, we made this a women's specific ride in fact 
aka Murph, is pretty much running the show as far as this ride's concerned on our end. And uh, this is uh, a ride designed and, and uh, produced by women and, and specifically for women. Um, so we'll get about 800 women that show up and, and ride this ride. Um, they'll hit uh, Slater, Madrid, and then I think that the uh, the the pinnacle, the crown jewel of this ride is going to be the High Trestle Bridge, uh, which is uh, running from, uh, uh, it's outside of Madrid, runs across the Des Moines River Valley. Does that sound right to you? Yep, Des Moines River. It. Yep. Uh, it's a half mile long trestle bridge or pier bridge um, with uh, that's just for bikes only. Um, it's 130 feet in the air. It's just gorgeous. It's, a, it's an icon. Uh, we also got DJ Jenna Calvert. She's going to be set up at the Overlook, uh, the pavilion out there, throwing a little dance party, DJ dance party right out there in the middle of nowhere on the bridge, which will be cool. That is awesome. You, you know what? Dancing, a little thump thump going on on the bridge. <laughs> Does it get any better than that? I mean, seriously. I mean, what? It doesn't. What a... What a just the whole concept and you know you mentioned aka murph putting putting a lot of effort into this and you know just just hats off to you know the people that have worked on this event to make it just make it a fantastic event and yeah. you know I, I i can't thank enough people that have put some some effort into this one and uh you know we can go on and on about all the people that have put some great great time and effort into this city of ankeny's doing a great job the high, all the all the trail communities uh as well mm-hmm. so it's just uh again i think we've we've got some great leadership in some of these towns that that understand you know, the fun side of cycling instead of, you know, it has to be serious and hardcore and all that. So uh, I'm just, I'm just real excited. I mean, we don't get to ride, which kind of bums me out, but you know what? (laughs) To see a lot of people enjoying themselves that day, that's, that's worth it. And you know, we're, we're flies on the wall. I mean, we're the two guys out of, uh, you know, 800 on this ride. And, and, uh, it really was, uh, just an eye opening experience to see that many women at the flat tire lounge enjoying bicycling. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, there weren't any dudes around, no bros, no. no problems. And everybody was just in this really cool happiness. Yeah. And, and that was pretty cool. The weather, I'm, I started to look at the, at the no, extended no, forecast. No, don't do that, Mark. Don't, don't do that. You know, it looks good though. Oh, oh, it looks oh good. don't gooch it. Come on. Come on. We don't want to gooch, gooch that weather week. So yeah, we had, we had bad weather. We deserved it last we, oh, year. We deserved we, really we good totally weather. We totally deserve good weather, but, right. but what we'll get, you know, I mean, at this point to start looking at weather and making predictions of what it'll be like, you know, come, I don't know how many days away we are a little over a week. Uh, but that, that's tough to do. So well, I'm just going to just say, hey, well, We'll take what they give us, and um, you know, hopefully, it's going to be fantastic. But there we go. We will we will take what we are given and be happy for it. So I've got thirteen boxes, fourteen boxes of primal jerseys sitting in my office right wow. now, and uh, AK Murph is going to go through since I'm uh, out of the office and label every one of those to make sure that everybody gets their jersey. Oh, cool! Uh, so. 
you know, 700 and some jerseys waiting for people. And, and uh, there'll be a few more we have to order and ship to them afterwards. But uh, that's always kind of cool when the jerseys arrive. You're just like, okay, now it's time. Now things are real. Yeah, yeah, and, very cool. Uh, and we're ready. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I, I know we're heading out in a little bit. We are going to San Antonio for a board meeting. We are uh, both on the Bicycle Tour Network Board of Directors, and we have our, our gathering to kind of plan out future conferences and just talk about the future of that organization. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited to get down south, even though it's beautiful 72 degrees here but it's a good chance to catch up with other folks and you know the pigtails is is a good example of what that networking has done because you know we Mm -hmm. basically stole the ride off our good friend cowboy steve (laughs) schultz uh, over in cycle oregon who had the joy ride and uh you know put our little bacony iowa spin on it if you will and um but you know it's it's when you rub shoulders and you go out for dinner etc with with people and that that are kind of cut from the same ilk as us you bounce ideas off people hey what do you think of this or how did you do that event um and and we've been able to come up with some neat twists to different events that we do or a completely brand new event like pigtails and uh you know just hey there's great ideas out there you know don't be afraid to steal an idea or two people steal them from us so we're going to steal them right back yeah yep uh big news this week mason city launched their bike share system saw that yeah very yeah. cool i <laughs> I think it rained that day. The poor folks, uh, they've been uh, they've been working on this for for a year or so, and and uh, but I think it's good luck. It's like rain on your wedding day, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. That, uh, you launch the system and it's ready to go. Nothing wrong with that. Um, no, um, we might be doing a little test market with the bike share bikes. I'm talking with the owner at Colony Bike Share and and seeing if we can uh, get a couple that we can uh, we can demo, which I think will be fun um just something to experiment and have a little knowledge about uh, we got a little anybody familiar with where my office is it's in this up and coming uh district that's got uh four hotels going in mm. and and uh, three restaurants louis wine dive just opened down the street um lululemon is is also down the street so uh yeah it's this really kind of funky active district that that i'm in so we're going to kind of play with a couple of uh, dockless bike shares and see what see what happens i think it'll i don't know if i'd call it up and coming i would say it's pretty much coming already so uh it's up it's up no doubt there's uh there's a lot of dirt being moved still (laughs) uh we got an arena coming in and and i'll bet you we get a crane up here in the next uh in the next month or so so uh there's a lot of stuff going on cool that's cool very cool yeah well, I know we've, we've got a pretty busy show. I did some interviews with Onawa, our starting town for Ragbri. And I talked to our buddy Curtis Sturgill over there, one of the leaders in that community, uh, businessman as well as he's, he's from there, that town, from Onawa. So he's got a little knowledge about the town and he's got a tremendous amount of pride. So uh, I, I well, chatted with Curtis about some of the things they can expect with Onawa. So it's good to have a preview of some of the Ragbri towns. Ottawa, is that flat? Are we going to have a nice flat start? No, believe it or not, the first 10 miles of Ragbri, pancake flat. You could put a basketball (laughs) down, not going to move. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? And then after that 10 miles, Eh, no promises? No, no promises, exactly. Okay. But, hey, all right, let's get to the show, see what's up with that. Hey, 
Hey, this is TJ with the Jessica Bike Podcast, and I'm in Ottawa, Iowa today, the starting town of Ragbri. And with us today is Curtis Sturgill, one of the chairs um, and local business person here in Ottawa. Talk a little bit about Ragbri coming to Ottawa. How are you doing today, Curtis? Good. And is is Ottawa a little bit excited about Ragbri coming back? Yeah, we're. I would say we're really excited. It's been 14 years since we've had it, um, so obviously it's um, a little bit different. From back then, we have a lot of social media stuff, uh, so that kind of helps us get the word out and uh, spread news about how you can help out or what you can do during RAGBRAI, but I think overall the um, thought around town is positive, and I think once the weather finally shapes up, yeah, it'll it'll continue to get better. Yeah. Well, it's starting to feel like summer today, which is which is kind of nice. Yep. When it's 72 degrees, you'll take a day like that on Rag Pride, right? Yeah. So good. So how, how long have you lived in Ottawa now? So I was born and raised in Ottawa, um, graduated from West Monona High School, moved away for about 10 years, and then I came back just over two years ago, um, took a job with Morton Buildings here in hometown, and here I am. Very good. And, you know, obviously we've been talking about RAGBRAI in Ottawa since the end of January when we made the announcement. Yep. Tell us a little bit about the committee that's kind of been formed. Uh, how many people have been working actively on RAGBRAI as just so to get a sense of people understand it just doesn't happen eh, a couple of weeks before the event. Hey, let's host RAGBRAI. Well, I don't think any of us really realized we were going to get a 300 and some page binder to go through when we applied for for Agbri on a one-page sheet. Yeah. Um, we've got, oh, I believe five on our executive committee, um, which each one of us have anywhere from three to maybe even up to six uh, subcommittees underneath of them. Um, we've got a secretary, a treasurer, um, and then each subcommittee, whether it be for housing or volunteers or whatnot, they may have their own people underneath them in their own committee. So, you know, immediately right now we've got roughly 25 to 30 people that are directly involved that actually have to report to people. But underneath that, there could be another 20 to 30 or 40. Great. Great. So lots of people getting involved. Um, one of the big successes right off the bat, um, I know you put out your theme and your logo. Uh, tell us how that kind of came about and how, what kind of reaction have you had from the theme and logo? I can't remember exactly how it came about. I know one day me and Brent McCall were joking about Bat Dad videos on YouTube, and <laughs> I told him I had a Batman costume, and um, I think uh, us two and uh, Jen Collison, our chamber director, uh, kind of came together on that. And uh, We had a couple other ideas, some a little bit too racy and maybe a couple too plain Jane, but we figured this one would be kind of all-encompassing, you know, there's people that are older that like superheroes and comic books, uh, and there's young kids that are up and coming with like the new Avenger movies, Spider-Man, Superman, sure. uh, just something that is easy to work with. I mean, if, really, if you got a Halloween costume uh, as a superhero, show up to Ottawa and your tights and leotard will take you. We might have a few of those people dressed in capes and stuff like that on <laughs> Ragbrise, so so it's good to be a kid again, even yep. if you're 50, so yep. nothing wrong with that. Um, so great. So riders assemble. I mean, it's, it's, it's just what Ragbri is when you come to the opening town, yep. you know, they catch up with their, with their old friends. They meet some new friends. Um, some of the camping that's going to be happening in Ottawa. Can you talk a little bit about that? So we've got a few of the designated camping grounds. Uh, the main one is going to be up by our fairgrounds. Um, we've got, oh, anywhere from a dozen to two dozen actual plug-in campsites up there, somewhat first come, first serve. Uh, I think up around that area, we've got roughly 
40 or 50 acres of green space for tent camping or pull behinds or whatnot. Um, porta pots we did a walk through just the other day so hopefully we've got enough of them on hand to service everybody so um we'll just hope it's not right after taco day or something yeah. like that but um the nice thing about being in ottawa if you've ever been here it's flat so as long as there's a grass somewhere you can pretty much camp wherever you want because we don't have hardly any hills um we've got a couple houses built on hills but that's about it so okay. we've got a lot of availability uh, for campgrounds and a lot of green space, parks, uh, trees, shelter houses, that type of stuff. Great. Oh, notice that there's a swimming pool out there. Yep. Also notice the fighter jet and the Freedom Rock. Yep. Is that a pretty new Freedom Rock that came um, We had the opening ceremony for the Freedom Rock, I believe it was two years ago um, during our town's Harvest Festival, um, which is usually right after Labor Day weekend. Um, uh think it actually opened truly on september 11th that day um they put on a big fireworks show and all that type of stuff um and like you mentioned our uh, museums we've got a really nice military museum we've got a couple historical museums in town the fighter jet and it's all kind of centrally located up in one area so you're not having to go from corner to corner of town not that Ottawa is huge but it's all nice centrally located up there I know we've got a large military presence on Ragbri teams like Team Air Force that yep. have, um, you know, been been riding for for many years. Team Navy, uh, a whole bunch of Team Army. There's a bunch of folks that'll be actually, you know, really appreciative to see the, um, you know, some of those things. I, I noticed a helicopter on the other side of the building as yep. well. So lots of, um, you know, kind of hats off to the military in, in yep. Ottawa for sure. Talk a little bit about uh, your downtown now, uh, Widest Street in America. Does that still hold true today? Yep. So we've got the widest uh, main street in the United States. Um, one of our claims to fame, that and the Eskimo Pie, which not a lot of people my age understand what Eskimo Pie <laughs> is, but it was the first time anybody had ever thought of putting chocolate uh, hard candy shell on ice cream was hmm. here in Ottawa. Okay. So you got that going for you. Yep. And that'll also be kind of the center of attention for the entertainment for Ragbri. Yep. Talk a little bit about the entertainment that you have. I know you got some great entertainment, some that might not be so familiar to Ragbriers. Yep. Lots of good and new bands. So tell me about those bands. So our entertainment lineup, as far as bands go, um, a couple uh, bands from Omaha will be coming up here. Uh, they're called One to Go and Four on the Floor. Um, they're both cover type bands. Um, then here out of Ottawa, we have a band called In Due Time. Uh, they actually won uh, Siouxland's best um, local band, I believe it was last year. Um, so they're they're used to playing for decent sized crowds and can keep a good mojo going. And then our headliner is Thirty Fifth and Taylor, um, and the lead singer for that is Anna Taylor. Um, I believe she was on uh, The Voice a couple years back. Um, Great vocals, great band members. They're from Sergeant Bluff. So, again, trying to keep things local. Um, you know, I believe last year they opened up for John Bon Jovi in mm. the United Center in Chicago. So, I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, so, I think they're building a pretty good resume. And they're, um, they're pretty young, if I recall. Yeah. I think only two of their band members are even drinking age. So, oh. um, okay. at least they'll be clean for us here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So speaking of that, will there be plenty of suds flowing in Ottawa? Yeah. So the way that we're going to attempt to have downtown set up is um, we're going to have Main Street shut off, basically party on the widest Main Street in the United States, kind of what we're 
trying to claim it as. Um, we're going to have at least one full-size beer garden with a couple uh, separate satellite stations. That way we can help service uh, uh, the riders and the other participants during the busy times. That way you're not having to wait in line for 15, 20 minutes to get a beer or two. Um, we're just going to try to keep it simple. It's going to be free-flowing in there, so even if you're underage, you can come in. But obviously if you're in there and you're drinking, you need to have you know the proper protocols as far as license and um wristbands or whatever we provide you when you come in so so will thor be serving beers that night or just drinking but, beers um it depends on what time of night yeah he, he enjoys the, the frothy beverage <laughs> yeah. so so good so the other thing happening on the widest street in america widest main street in america we're gonna have the Ragbright expo which will probably have close to 100 vendors that'll be all types of you know check out you know different bicycles and parts accessories you can also pick up some some neat t-shirts as well i know anna has got a, a great Ragbright shirt as well um but we also have our Ragbright outlet tent which people i think we had 200 people lined up deep to get some of those deals on old old Ragbright jerseys and different things like that so so lots of activity that are going to be happening right there on on the main street so so uh what's what's been your biggest challenge so far if you if you had to kind of say wow you know didn't expect that or that that one's a little tricky um i i would say overall um we've only had one of our members on our uh executive committee truly be deeply involved in ragbri before because it has been 14 years since mm-hmm. we last hosted it um I think it's just trying to get a grasp on just everything as a whole, which I think overall we're getting better at. Um, obviously, fa- finding four to 600 volunteers in a town of 3,000 and half of them are 60 and older, it, that kind of creates a little bit of a roadblock, but it's just trying to find some good ways around that of working with some nonprofits or even some businesses to maybe give them some kickbacks or what, whatever we try to do uh, to help get enough volunteers here in place. Um, I know our volunteer chair, she's been working her butt off trying to find volunteers from inside the community, outside the community, from Sioux City to Omaha and everywhere in between. Because um, we know if it gets hot and we already need 150 people for our beer garden, we may need 200 that day because sure. it's just going to be hot. So. Well, I'm sure I'm sure you're going to get some people that that come out to help. It's a great community. Getting into the people in the community, we're really excited to to, to bring Ragbri here yep. come July. So, and they get a free T-shirt if free. they volunteer. So hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with the freebie. Well, good. Well, I'll, I'll kind of we always ask all our guests uh, one question, and I, and I noticed as we were pulling in, you're you're a you enjoy the fine pastries of the world since you were knocking out, you know, a Pop-Tart on the way in. So uh, we always ask, what, what is your favorite kind of pie? Because Ragbri is really known for great pie. And so if you had just one piece of pie left in the world, what would it be? Ooh. Um, if it was a warm, it would either have to be a piece of warm apple pie or sour cream raisin pie. Oh, too way on opposite ends yep. of the spectrum not quite like the frosted pop tart but <laughs> but still delectable very good all right well hey curtis i know we're going to probably be bringing about 20 25,000 people in Ottawa. sounds like lots of excitement going on you've got superheroes running around you got great entertainment that sounds like all day long you got ragbri expo unbelievable camping you know opportunities to check out the, the sight smells scenes of, of Ottawa. so any last words of wisdom that you want to leave ragbri riders with as they get ready to come to Ottawa? um really just 
I hope you enjoy the town when you show up. I know our hospitality committee is going to try to do a bang-up job with as many decorations and uh, people in costumes as they possibly can. So uh, really just come and see what Ottawa is all about. Yeah, we're a small community, but we can pull off a big event like this with with a little bit of help from others. But um, it'll be a good time, and uh, everybody be safe when you're here. All right. Thanks, Curtis. Thanks. Well, we've come to the end of another edition of the Just Go Bike Podcast. Hey, appreciate you tuning in. Um, you know, we're on like episode 67 now, which is just incredible. Uh, having fun doing this. Mark, you having fun doing this as well? I'm having a blast. This is, uh, I mean, it's just chatting and this is what we're good at. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. And, yeah. you know, thanks thanks to our sponsors. We've got some great sponsors that have helped put on this podcast. So who are those sponsors, Mark? Well, you know, we got Primal Wear. It's not too late if you're still looking for custom jerseys, shorts, accessories, arm warmers, whatever, jackets, whatever you need, Primal Wear's got it. Uh, but start thinking about that. Get it, get your order in quick because you want it before Ragbri, and that deadline's coming up soon. Um, also, Bikes to You out of Grinnell, Iowa. If you're looking for uh, anything, especially women's gear, outdoor outfitters, uh, bikes, helmets, they got it all. So check out Bikes to You in Grinnell, Iowa. And then finally, Think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. They just won the President's Cup for the World Cup of Cyclocross, which means they got voted the top city out of all the cities that that, that, uh, hold cyclocross events. That's pretty cool to get a a renowned... uh, award like that that's that's awesome so congratulations to think iowa city yeah well thanks again to those sponsors they're they're great partners great friends and and great companies to work with if you enjoy going out and biking like we do so again we're going to talk about the fun side of cycling each and every week uh bringing some some neat interviews from iowa some outside of the state interviews occasionally an international one no matter what we're going to be talking about the fun side of cycling so hey thank thank you for tuning in mark you got any words of wisdom to leave our good folks with Nah, just pedal your bike, get out there, and just go bike. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.